Hello, and welcome to Make It Clear, a conversational podcast about all things related to water and wastewater. I'm your host, Angela Bounds, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Rapp. In each episode, we'll tackle a relevant topic with facts and expert opinions and make things clear. Hello, and welcome back. Today, Sean and I are starting a new series where we're going to go through our do's and don'ts. So for those of you that don't know, we have a document. It's on our website. You can can request a copy of it if you'd like a hard copy. It's titled Homeowners Do's and Don'ts. And it kind of just runs through the basic information that a homeowner would need to know about their system, things to do, things not to do, and some just basic knowledge around having a septic system at your house. So today, Sean's with me as always. Hello, Sean. Hey. And he and I are just going to talk about this today. So just for a little background, Sean and I have done this, I don't know, since the beginning of time, it feels like. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> Some days. And yeah, both of us have encountered, I think, both of us have worked our customer service line. Yeah. And and talked to multiple people, hundreds and thousands of people in the industry, actually, <laughs> who run into these questions. And, yeah. you know... When you've never had a septic system, sometimes there are things that you just don't think about right? or have never encountered, right? Yeah. And I know some of these things we've talked about in other episodes of the podcast. Mm -hmm. So some of this may be new to some people. Some of it may be, if you've listened to other episodes, maybe a repeat of some things. But I think everybody's going to find there's maybe one or two things in here that's sort of, a, aha, I didn't realize that moment. You know, right. or, you know, that's, right. that makes a lot of sense. So, and it's never bad to hear something more than once. No. If somebody says something more than one time, you should probably maybe listen. <laughs> There's a reason. So, <laughs> we're going to break this into four parts. And today we're going to start off with basically what to put down your drains. So, what comes out of your house and what you should, should or should not be putting down your drains. So we're going to start with a don't. Don't flush dangerous and damaging substances into your wastewater treatment system. That's a good one. It's a, it is a good one. It's, it's kind of surprising the number of people who don't know this. Right. And we've talked about it before where this, a lot of this, these things are things people just don't think about. Right. Because the toilet is a place just to get rid of stuff and you put mm -hmm. it in there, you flush it and it goes away. And mm -hmm. we've talked before how, how bad that can be depending on what it is you're flushing down the toilet. Right. So some of the things on the list that you should not flush include pharmaceuticals. So mm -hmm. don't flush your medications that gets into your waste stream in your water. Excessive amounts of bath or body oils, water softener, backwash. Flammable or toxic products, household cleaners, chlorine, bleach, chlorides, pool and spa products, and pesticides and other fertilizing chemicals. Yeah. And some of those, it so, just seems like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Like pesticides, herbicides, that kind of thing. Because you're right. not going to find a lot of people that are going to flush mm -hmm. that down their toilet. But it's mm -hmm. good to have that information because there's, mm -hmm. you know, if you pour it down your sink, it's still going to your septic tank. Correct. 
And I mean, it's still shocking to me, the number of people who flush pharmaceuticals yeah, and flush their med- medication. So while it may or may not have an effect on the septic tank, some things can actually harm your septic tank. Like we've talked mm-hmm. a lot of times about the fact that, you know, there are bugs in the septic tank that are doing their job. They're breaking up the wastewater. They're breaking down the carbon Mm -hmm. that your body has secreted. They're doing their job. And when you put certain medications, pharmaceutical products into the tank, it stops them from being able to do their job. Yeah. I think at the top of that list would be things like drugs for treatment of cancers, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Those are especially toxic to systems. The other thing people need to realize is that those chemicals are not, or those pharmaceuticals are not easy to take out in the treatment process, whether that's in your septic Mm -hmm. tank, going to your drain field, or whether that's in, say, a liquid-only sewer or or your other gravity Mm -hmm. sewer where it goes to a treatment plant. Those processes are not designed to filter those out, and those stay in wastewater for a long time. Well, there's a reason why there are now programs for people to drop off yeah. They're unused medication. Yep. Super common. Yep. For people to be given a variety of medications. If you've had a family member who's undergone chemo or blood pressure medication or antidepressants, you know, there are a variety of medications and they now have programs specifically for people to bring them in mm-hmm. because they don't want them in the landfills either, really. Right. Right. They want to be able to dispose of them in a way that won't affect. Yeah. And you should be able to find that in your local, by asking your local jurisdiction, like fire department or somebody else, they should be able to Mm -hmm. tell you where you can turn those in. Right. All right. So number, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say another one that was on there was the water softener discharge. And that's not specifically talking about the soft water. That's not a problem. No. What we're referring to is we're talking about the discharge on the recharge cycle when your water softener system does a flush. And that usually is full of saline or a, or a salt solution of some kind, which is very disruptive to the environment and your septic tank. And right. So, so maybe we should explain just a, super briefly. Sure. How exactly water softeners work. Sure. Generally speaking. Yeah. Generally speaking, you have a chemical agent that is traditionally been salt, although there are new right. versions that are not right. salt. But based. most of them are, yeah, most of them are still salt. Correct. Most of them are still yeah. salt. And yeah. your water is coming in from an outside source that is considered hard water. And it mm-hmm. goes through this salt chemical substance that strips away the hard chemicals. And what you're left mm-hmm. with is a tank that has what they call soft water. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what you feel when you're in your, in your shower and everything feels slippery. It means your mm-hmm. water is probably pretty soft. But all, that, all those hard water chemicals are trapped in that salt solution. Mm-hmm. And your salt water or your uh, water softener has to do what they call a recharge cycle, where it flushes the system and it flushes all of that out of the water mm-hmm. softener. And that's why you have to put new salt in every once in a while. Yeah, so it back flushes to kind of clean the salt up again, right? Because the salt can only attract so much like iron and sulfur, Mm -hmm. those elements that it's it's 
cleaning out of the hard water. You can only do so much of that. So it has to back flush. And when it does that, it flushes all of that wherever you run the line to. Correct. And the reason we say not to put it in your septic system is because salt tends to keep the stratification from happening or the separation from happening in your septic tank. So which your septic tank is supposed to separate your your effluent into three different levels where you have a scum mm-hmm. mat, your clear zone in the middle, and then your sludge at the bottom. But if it's heavy in salts, you can't get that. Everything is held in suspension. Right. And you run the risk of sending solids out to your drain field or places you don't want it to go. So right. Right. What do we usually recommend we, for that, though? What do we usually recommend, like a separate line, either going around the septic system or a separate correct. drain field? Yep. Yeah. You can. It depends on your state regulation. So mm-hmm. all states are different, but you can run that into a variety of places. Typically, sure. that is not the septic tank. You just don't want to upset the septic tank. Yeah. And the processes that are occurring in it. All right. Actually, that's what it talks about in the next one, isn't it? Is do route the brine around your wastewater system and (laughs) discharge it directly to the soil. All right. So next, do. Do collect grease in a container and dispose with your trash. That's a good one, Avoid. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to introduce more fats into your septic system if you don't if you don't have to. Right. Right. It's, I don't know. I was always raised to use a can. Mm -hmm. Usually if there's a can that you're cooking with or a cup of some sort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I keep one under my sink. Yeah. That you just put the grease in Mm -hmm. and that's how we always collected it. And most, you know, my grandpa collected it that way. His Mm -hmm. friends all collected it that way. I don't know when this practice of pouring it down the sink. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but it does have a lot of detrimental effects because you can clog up your pipes and that's mm-hmm. never a good thing. Yeah. If you've, you're also putting grease into your septic tank, so now you're accumulating your, your scum layer faster, that's mm-hmm. not good. And if you have an advanced treatment system, that grease could also get into your advanced treatment system and clog things mm-hmm. up. So it's better just not to do that. Yeah, it doesn't smell very good either. No. No, I'm collecting <laughs> it in the can is pretty easy, so. All right. You want to keep lint out of your wastewater system as much as possible. Mm-hmm. All that really means is clean the filters on your washer and your dryer. Mm-hmm. That's it. A lot of people don't necessarily have too many problems with this, but I think there are right. there are instances when it would pay to, you know, add an extra lint filter or something onto your washing machine. Just something to be it mindful can. of. Yeah. So I lived in in a Renko-owned home, mm-hmm. shall we say, where experiments were occurring. And <laughs> so we actually had an external lint filter. And I was shocked at the amount of lint that makes it out of a washing machine. Really? Huh. Yeah. It was, it was kind of crazy the amount that it, it catches. Yeah. That actually goes out into the system. I was always surprised at yeah. how much. And it's not like, I'm not talking like new sweaters. Right, right. You know, that's kind of expected. You know, you run new sweaters or new towels through the dryer even. Mm-hmm. And there's much more lint accumulation than 
towels that have been washed a bunch or jeans, things of that nature. Sure. But the amount of lint that comes out of a washing machine is something that is shocking to me. Yeah. yeah. I think the place is probably going to show up the most is either going to be around your pump intake or around your filter. So mm -hmm. if you've got an effluent filter, you're probably going to see the lint accumulating there first. But right. the danger there is that it could make it out to your drain field if you have a drain field mm -hmm. and plug up your lines or the soil. And that's what yeah. you want to avoid. So, Yeah. All right. Do use your trash can instead of a garbage disposal. So we have talked about this in a previous episode. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it more than once. Right. <laughs> because it can be a deal. Right. Right. You don't want anything in there that doesn't break down. Right. That and doesn't break down easily. Eggshells, grease, things like that that tend to stay in their form mm -hmm. for a while. You just don't want to get it you don't want it in there. Yeah. Plastics, that kind of thing that just don't don't decompose very very fast or right. fast enough. Right. Right. I don't. On that list, there's one that I know we've talked about before as well, and that's baby wipes and medicated wipes. Yeah. That's a big one too, because if it makes it to your pump, it can clog up your pump, it can clog up your filter, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So. I, will, I know that I have said this again, but it bears repeating. We actually performed really scientific tests. And by that, I mean that we filled up half-gallon mason jars with water. Right. And put different baby wipes in them. So super scientific, but still, we could have won a fifth grade science fair award. Oh, I'm that sure. That would be a great science fair project. So we put baby wipes in jars and watched their decomposition. So we did it with a variety of wipes, wipes that claim to be septic safe, and toilet paper. Mm -hmm. The only one that truly truly disintegrated was the toilet paper. Yeah. There were still remnants of the wipes that claimed to be septic safe and the ones that don't claim to be septic safe, like. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like putting mm -hmm. a dryer lint sheet in a <laughs> thing of water. Yeah. It's just going to stay there. It's just going to stay there. So yeah. keep the wipes out of the septic stream. Yeah. Now, like you said, it may not have been super scientific, but the results were still sound. So, yeah, <laughs> it was controlled ish. Right? <laughs> but yeah, just keep keep that stuff out. Sanitary napkins. Yeah, hair. Condoms, don't flush hair. Hair. Find the hair in the bottom of yeah. the or bottom of your drain or whatever. Throw it away. Yeah. Don't don't flush it. Throw it away. Don't put it down if it. It doesn't break up. It just doesn't break up. Right. The last one for this podcast is additive related. So there is no need to put additives into your septic tank. Yeah. And that's any variety of additives. I know that we've talked about this before also, but right. again, this is one of those ones that it's like, just drive it home. Mm -hmm. It bears drive repeating. It home. Yeah. You don't need to put a head of cabbage in there. Dog food. You don't, you don't need to put a cup full of dog food in there. You don't need any of those substances that are for sale at any variety of chain stores or online. Right. None of that is necessary for your system. Your body 
produces all of the enzymes that a septic system needs to work if you treat it well. Mm -hmm. You do what you're supposed to do with it, and it'll do what it's supposed to do based just solely based on the enzymes and the bugs right. that are in your digestive tract already. Mm-hmm. And it, it's worth emphasizing that what, same, what she just said, that if you treat your system right and you follow the do's mm-hmm. and don'ts, you shouldn't have any problems with your system. Right. It's just, yeah. it just, they, they work because that's what they do. And when you right. upset that balance, then's when you have problems. So, yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of funny when, I mean, to me it's funny. To other right. people, it may not be funny, but <laughs> having been in the business for so long, as I'm sure you experience this too, when you're first coming in, like I can remember even being a kid, right, like a teenager, because when you're of a certain age, you think you know more. Like, why does that really matter? And you, you question a lot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you have a lot of questions about, about why things, like, why can't I flush this? Right. And as I've watched it, and I know as you've watched it and talked to different people, that's when you really go, yeah, like, don't put that in your system. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why would you put that in your system? That doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Right. Like, just don't put it down there. And I tell my kids all the time, like my kids have had scientific explanations since they right. were very young as to, as to why they couldn't <laughs> put certain things down the toilet. Right. But it's it's just one of those things that at first may sound kind of like, really? Like, people do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. And we're telling you, we've seen it. Mm-hmm. I think that we've both been out to sites that have had backwash. Yep. Soft, water suffering backwash. Issues. Yeah. We've all been out to sites that have had excessive grease issues or been somewhere where they've had to pull sanitary napkins and condoms off yep. of filters. Yep. Or had them plugging up tank or even I mean guys this stuff applies not just to septic systems. It applies to gravity sewers too. Oh, for sure. Like look up fatbergs. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, fascinating search. It it is. It is fascinating, right? So we talk about these things because they are confined. They are confined to your on-site system, and that's in your backyard, and you don't want that. Mm -hmm. You don't want that affected. But it's not just your backyard, right? If you're in a gravity sewer, it's the same thing just a different size because it accumulates Yep. and you do it and your neighbor does it and their neighbor does it. And next thing you know, you get these fat bergs that are stopping mm-hmm. your system up. Yeah. All you're doing is passing the problem down the line. Right. Fat bergs are an accumulation of all the things we just told you not to flush. Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, it's they all kind of come together. Yeah. And form these things called fat bergs. All right. That is enough of a lecture for today. (laughs) We thank you for joining us. Next time we will be talking about maintenance inside your house. So cleaning and things of that nature. We hope you'll join us. Thanks, Sean, for a great conversation. You bet. We want to thank you again for joining us today. 
Before you go, don't forget to subscribe where you listen to podcasts so you're notified when new episodes are posted. Also, you can leave your comments or suggestions through the contact link on our website, www.arenco.com. Until next time, have a great day.